Welcome to the Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animation. And who boy, are we bringing you ooh, an ooh, animation ooh. from yesterday today? Uh, this is action-packed April all month. Mm-hmm. We're bringing you. We brought you Rambo. Yeah. We brought you Mask. Preach. We're bringing you big boys with ooh, big ooh. toys, blasting those Gatlin guns, oh. kicking people around their jaw area. The beefiest. Beefing of it all up. cakes. Beefing it with the beefiest. <laughs> beefing with the beefies. <laughs> it's my favorite sitcom. As a failed WB pilot, but uh. I enjoyed it. Beefing with the beefies. It was on WB, wasn't it? Yeah, okay. absolutely it was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, this this is a first for us, I guess. Not only the first time we're covering this show, yeah. but it's the first show that we're covering that is based on a real person. Their actual name uh-huh. is basically the name of the show. Yeah. <laughs> now and they say it. They say it. They say it a whole lot. About nine times in the opening. Yeah. But this is a real person, <laughs> yeah. a real man. He still walks among us today. A demigod, if you will. Well, yeah, because he gets a lot of titles here. <laughs> Martial artist. Yeah. Military man. Uh-huh. Actor. Uh, okay. Que- questionable. Yeah. Uh author. Uh-huh. Philanthropist. Yeah. Hard to say, but true. <laughs> Christian, yeah, Republican, okay, uh, identified as that, honorary Texan, mm-hmm. officially of the Walker variety, yes, internet sensation, uh-huh. absolutely, yeah, infomercial spokesperson, yep, one-time WWF special guest referee, that's true, and I, <laughs> I saw it one time, huh? <laughs> yeah, just one time. I one was enough. Husband, father, grandfather, man, myth, legend. Chuck Norris, man of action. Chuck Norris stars in Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. (laughs) Chuck Norris, he's got nerves of steel and strength to match. Did you forget who we were talking about? It's Chuck Norris. (laughs) Chuck Norris stars in Chuck Norris's Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. I thought it would have been funny is if each side character they showed, it was just Chuck Norris. (laughs) Yeah. Chuck Norris with pigtails. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he does. They're all branded. Like everything in this is branded with a CN. Yeah. Him, all of the side characters, the car, like everything has a Chuck Norris brand on it. Wow. Which maybe that's what was going on in 1986. I don't know. Mm. Chuck Norris Karate Commandos. Uh, This is a five-part miniseries. Yeah. Very sadly, it did Uh, not get turned into an ongoing series. I wish it had. Right. Um, It could have made it. Dude, it was great. I mean, I read one. I was looking for trivia on this show. Very little to go around. There was one on a site that I would say, I don't know if it's uh, trustworthy, 
but it's just mentioned with no source, so I don't know how true it is. But apparently a writer said that the show was looking to be picked up, like on a Friday, it was looking to be picked up for a 65-episode season. Yeah. And then on Mon- by Monday, it was canceled. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and this is the same company, Ruby Spears Productions, that's done a lot. They just did Rambo. We just covered Rambo. Yep. So they could have done a 65-episode one like Rambo. Yep. Now, we should thank our lucky stars that Rambo existed in the way it did. So this is just, a, they just did five and they were done. And I guess they just said all they had to say. Anyway. Damn, Ke- yeah, Kenner picked the toy line up and everything. Is that right? Yeah. No, it's, I guess uh, Ruby Spears probably dealt with them often. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, this All of these episodes ran in September 1986. They were in first run Sendai Kaishin. <laughs> the most Cindiest of all occasions. <laughs> oh, God. How many of those are there going to be today? <laughs> I just like it. I it's know. just like a tick at this point. <laughs> it is. <laughs> the most past of days for this cast of tunes. So, <laughs> and, yeah, I'm going to cut I'm it off. Not about to do it again. <laughs> so, before we go much further, yeah. Chuck Norris has never really left the limelight. Never. Because um, after, you know, Walker, Texas Ranger, then he became an internet, like you said, demigod, just yeah. a presence to be dealt with at all times. And in dealing, starting to put this show together, you asked me about Chuck Norris jokes. Yep. And I said, I've more, they're, they're more facts. Okay. They're more facts. That's, that will. is what they're called. Cause that is what, how they're listed <laughs> even on Wikipedia, like Chuck yeah. Norris facts. Um, and I really don't like them. I'm not a fan of, of these of jokes. Of course you don't. Well, I feel like there are a few reasons. <laughs> All right. They yeah. seem played out. Okay. And also, I associate them. I used to, when I worked as a server at another job, I worked with a bartender, and this guy was so obsessed with pop culture, but the things that I just don't care about. And like, he's, he's the kind of guy that would say, hey, who do you think is going to win between Dolph Lundgren <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know, Sly Stallone or something like which already happened in Rocky, but some other 80s star that it's yeah. like, are you being ironic or are you just stoned? Like, I don't know the difference. And the only funny thing this guy ever said was talking about the movie Sharknado. Yeah. And he said, wouldn't it be cool if it was a Dolph NATO? <laughs> <laughs> Tornado of Dolph Lundgren. This guy sounds like a gym. No, I mean as much as any other human, he has okay. he has value. But yeah, so he would say he would say these to me just randomly throughout the day. Yeah. And so now, if they were ever good for me, they've now been tainted. Okay. So, but you really wanted to read some. I mean, if I could power through some, I mean, can, I'll can, give you. Can we set aside? Uh, let me get my phone. An amount of time here. Okay. All right. So we agreed on one minute. Yep. Of. <laughs> these jokes okay Okay. (laughs) so travis you have one minute 60 seconds to power through as many of these as possible okay so and how many did you print out you said oh i have 100 here actually 101 i'm gonna go ahead and start with one that's off the clock right now they hadn't started okay just give me one and then then you tell me when you're ready to start i I made this one up myself okay great 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 chuck norris doesn't voice his own cartoons they voice themselves Okay. That's all right. That's my first one. Okay. 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 All right. You tell me when you're when you're pumped up and ready, buddy. All right, man. You ready? And three, two, one. Go. Chuck Norris tears cure cancer. Too bad he never cries. Ever. Chuck Norris does not sleep. He waits. Chuck Norris is currently suing NBC, claiming law and order are trademark names for his left and right legs. The chief export of Chuck Norris is pain. If you can see Chuck Norris, he can see you. If you can't see Chuck Norris, you may be only seconds away from death. Chuck Norris has counted to infinity twice. Chuck Norris does not hunt because the word hunting implies the probability of failure. Chuck Norris goes killing. Chuck Norris doesn't wash his clothes. He disappears. 
disembowels them. Chuck Norris is one-eighth Cherokee. This has nothing to do with ancestry. The man ate a fucking Indian. In fine print on the last page of the Guinness Book of World Records and notes that all world records are held by Chuck Norris, and those listed in book are simply the closest anyone has ever gotten. There is no chin behind Chuck Norris's beard. There is only another fist. Chuck Norris only roundhouse kicked some someone. Oh shit! Chuck, <laughs> okay, gotta, uh, Keep going. Uh, crop circles are Chuck Norris's way of telling the world that sometimes corn needs to fucking. Oh, I, time, I, time. Oh, and man. I was on a run for a second. You got about 12 or 13 of them. <laughs> I, got, I got into some lengthy ones. I, I should know. I should have passed should've to the one. The punchy. But they, they, they started getting real bad. Can when, I, you say, when you said crop circles, I thought you were just going to start spouting words like you short-circuited. <laughs> just like, crop circles, uh, government conspiracies, Area 51. <laughs> All right, put another five minutes on the board. Ready? And That's not funny. All right. That's not even funny. <laughs> Well done, buddy. Thank you. That's difficult. That's difficult. Hey, yeah, I, I you enunciated well. I didn't pre-read any of those, man. Nice. So, thank nice. you. That was a cold reading from thank you. Uh, Travis thank on the you. DPTC. You. Excellent. Oh, yeah. So glad we got that diarrhea taken. <laughs> As your phone stopped on, uh, there's 15 seconds still left. Yeah. You just screwed me <laughs> over. Like, yeah, you don't need to see that. I actually have a little bit of crossover with Chuck Norris in my life. He's your dad. He is my father, and that's why I hate these <laughs> these facts about him. And that's why you're a beautiful ginger. <laughs> so Walker, Texas Ranger, the TV show he was on for a long time, shot Preach. around Texas, including the DFW area. Yep. And they shot at Booker T. Washington, which is an arts magnet high school here in town. And one of my friends, actually a few of my friends went there around the time that they were having to shoot their show there at the high school. Oh, really? Yeah, and they like people and even students from the show were showing up as just extras. I don't think any of my friends were, but yeah, he. I, I always think of it as he, but it was certainly wasn't him. It was somebody on the production team. My father, my actual father, not Chuck Norris, had a machine <laughs> shop. Yeah, and back then out in Mesquite, which is uh, uh, is it a city? I don't even know what to call yes. it. Yes, it's a, it's a city around Dallas mm-hmm. and. It was a big machine shop, and apparently the production company was calling him somewhat regularly because they wanted to shoot there. Not because it was like he did anything great. It was just like, we need to shoot at a machine shop, and yeah. yours is the one we want to use. <laughs> I don't know why they yeah. they singled it out. But finally, some t- I think it was ninth grade, um, SMU, college here in town, Yeah, they had something like... It was some kind of Asian drumming, like Kodo drums or something like that. <laughs> My friend invited me, him and his dad were going to see this okay. there. So we went, and in the lobby, people are making a little bit of a fuss. Here comes Chuck Norris. And guess what he had? A bodyguard. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, all of these so-called facts, this fake news that people spread about Chuck Norris is bullshit. Explain that, Chuck Norris apologists. That? bodyguard was to keep everyone else safe. Oh, you did get a good job. Good job. Good job. You got it. You didn't have to flip me off though twice. Now you're just doing the surfer hang 10 symbol yeah, or gnarly symbol. Yeah. Okay. So we, we've firmly established who Chuck Norris is and what he's about, right? Yep, he's a martial badass. artist. Yeah. Yeah. This was released the same year that, uh, what's it? Delta Force, the movie Delta Force was released, which yep. he had other big hits before that. But this is like he, he was, I guess his star was on the rise <laughs> at this point. Well, well, I mean, you know, it was getting there. Yeah. I mean, I think I think it, it, it had already gotten there. Well, it, no, you're right. It's like, I feel like this is right as this, he was I mean, becoming a name. Yeah, I got you. Know, you. I like mean, more, it, more known. This man did battle Bruce Lee in one of the most epic yeah. films ever. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, yeah. And no one cared. No one watched it. No one remembers what that movie even is. I can't, I can't I mean, tell you the name of it. Um, 
uh, Into the Dragon, I think. No, no, it wasn't Into the Dragon. Something Dragon. Double Dragon. <laughs> dragon, Dragon? Dragon. The Tale what? of Two Dragons. How to Raise a Dragon. <laughs> okay, gosh. Okay. So, Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos. What is it? It's a, it's kind of like Rambo. It's basically G.I. Joe, but but with a shirtless man yeah. and a bunch of martial arts. People refusing to use guns, once again, all that business. It does have the benefit of an opening and ending with a live Chuck Norris. Yo. And I would say that you know, we have tuned sense on this show. Uh-huh. I would say a tuned virtue is to have a live action introduction and or ending yeah. coda on the end. Because yeah. Fat Albert benefited from that. I swear we've done something else that does that. Maybe not. No, well, anything so. could benefit from that. Yeah. Anything could. As, especially if it's somebody that's not that in amazing a, an actor. In a, in a red gi? Just yes. preaching the sermon to yes. you? Yes. So that's Love what, it. So we open up with this whole, like, the opening thing. We just heard a part of what they announced at the beginning. They say yeah. Chuck Norris <laughs> as many times as they possibly can yeah. in that amount of time. Chuck Norris. And, and they talk over the whole thing just with music going. And they have the cheapest video effects going. <laughs> like, even for 1986, this is like a dad at home, like, d- taking your... <laughs> <laughs> your home videos and like programming into the camcorder things to happen. And at one point there's just a fiery portal like window that you're watching Chuck Norris do live Kung Fu yeah, to, yeah. and then it turns into cartoons. It was very enjoyable. I mean, it was funny, but yeah, we open on him and what looks like to be his like home little dojo. Yeah. It's mirrors everywhere. Two or three exercise bikes. Uh-huh. That'll come back by the way. Exercise bikes play a little role in this, but he's doing, he's doing that thing where it's like a, almost a, Oh hi! I didn't see you come in. Yeah, like, but he did. Like, he's doing fucking karate, and he does this jump kick. Just and a little jump roundhouse, just, nothing. Crazy. And he does it. You hear it snap. Is yeah. that real or not? Well, he 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 slaps his hand. He puts oh. his hand out to slap it. Well, that's like WWF shit, where they like you know they hit their thigh when they do a knee in somebody's face. To, so that's maybe that's just showmanship. <laughs> I can't believe Chuck Norris already. Losing He's points again. Yeah, yeah, I know. For for those that like him, he can do no wrong. <laughs> and people have been drinking this Kool-Aid on this for a long time. But just saying. His, his little <laughs> this opening, the thing that's well, here, let's listen to it real quick. And then I'm gonna tell you my thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> just the chuckiest of all Norris's. Oh gosh. Done. <laughs> Sometimes the things we want most are the hardest to get. That means you have to be even more determined to succeed. But that's what it takes to be a winner. You have to want it bad enough to stick with it no matter how tough things get. And things got pretty tough for us down in Florida with <laughs> the deadly dolphins. <laughs> so, not a bad not a bad message. Yeah. I mean, I don't really love telling somebody you have to want it enough cuz like how do you make yourself want something more? Yeah. Uh, except for taking a love potion. <laughs> Maybe. But okay, so He's that really has nothing to do with the story. So just like anything from filmation where it's like, we just wanted to tell you this message. It really doesn't relate back to the story. Right. But the thing that strikes me as truly insane is that he's speaking as though this cartoon actually happened. And he, the live (laughs) Chuck Norris, because he's like, things got pretty wild down in Florida. He's acting like this really happened. <laughs> this is maybe where these facts started, where we started mixing yeah. fiction with reality, because he's acting like the myth actually occurred. Yeah. Like this, is a, this is just a cartoon repre- <laughs> reenactment of something that truly happened in his life. <laughs> so weird. I like his style, man. I do, too. I mean, he, Chuck Norris, I, I've kind of forgotten. Like, I, my favorite, the only Chuck Norris movie I really watched growing up was Sidekicks. 
Yeah. With, yeah. with uh, Jonathan Brandis. Jonathan Rest Brandis. In peace. Yeah. Um, I, I always want to call him somebody Landis. That's John Landis. I think is the director. Like that was the one that I liked, but I wasn't a big, I wasn't a Norris head. Wasn't yeah, a big I watched, head. I watched that and also chimed in on. Um, Walks, Texas Walker Rangers. Yes. Texas yes, Walker yes. Rangers. <laughs> Ranger Walker Texers. Yeah. Chimed in on a couple of those because my dad was every, every. Yeah. Everyone's parent was a huge fan. If you For some reason. Yeah. The way it is. It's just you notice things that you've, places you've been. Yeah. Or at least heard of. <laughs> well, so I'm not really familiar with Chuck Norris's speaking all that much. Yeah. Like, I've heard him, obviously. But so I, in watching this cartoon, I was just, I was uh, knocked down. Blow, well, <laughs> blow me down. By how much he sounds like either a substitute teacher or like a kind of spineless stepdad that doesn't want the kid like to, to make trouble with the kid because things are on the rocks with the mom. Oh, yeah. Like yeah, he yeah. just sounds kind of, not meek exactly, but like super square, like big time square. You're cruising for a bruising. L7. Yeah. Hey, you guys OK in here? Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to interrupt your sex session. See y'all later. <laughs> like just, it just sounds like he could not calm down a group of teenagers if he was in charge of the class. He would have a very hard time with it. But then he's also kicking people in the face and possibly <laughs> torturing someone at some point. We'll find out more about that. Um, I did collect. Yeah, yeah they, they, they gloss by that real completely, fast. Completely, <laughs> completely. Let's hear Chuck in the actual cartoon because he talks a little bit. He seems more at ease in front of a camera than just behind a microphone, I yeah, would say. Yeah, yeah. I just collected a few things demonstrating my, my point. Remember to take depth reading on this gill apparatus. Tommy, crank the engine. Pepper, take the helm. I'll get Sanford. You take care of these jokers. According to that sailor I captured, he's a deck below us in the scanner room. Claws, people are using Sanford's knowledge of C-Lab so they can get in C-Lab and take over the place. <laughs> How am I going to turn this thing off? I'll pull the plug. Have a nice swim. <laughs> Have a nice swim. I didn't. I, I just assumed he was from Texas. He's not. I don't remember where he's from. But he he has like a northern accent. It makes him sound more white bread. Even like he's, you know where he's from, right? Where heaven? Continue. Is is that north? Bath me. Is that in the north? <laughs> is that in the North American region? Mm-hmm. Okay. He he sounds like he's from Minnesota or something like that. <laughs> Have a nice swim. Just, it's very, yeah. Would you say, so, oh, sex session. Yeah, you sorry. Just- y'all, you guys get back to it now. <laughs> no, he's like, and when he's like, the C-Lab, to get to the C-Lab, it's just very, I mean, he sounds stiff. And I don't, I mean, it's tough getting in front of a microphone if you're, especially if you're just used to, well, one, I don't know how much acting he was really doing in the films he was in. Like he had to hit his marks and everything, but you, I can't say. Do you think he asked, he's like, hey guys, can I go and do the voice of my own cartoon character? You know what? You think they were trying to like well, go somewhere else? I was going to save this for the end. Yeah, you, it wasn't you, Chuck. It was Frank Welker. <laughs> Get the hell out of here! <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Chuck. Chuck doesn't have a. I mean, he is like a very trust. He seems likable. Yeah. and trustworthy, but he just doesn't see like he doesn't seem to have a whole lot of backbone. Right. You know, and so just the way he talks doesn't inspire. And he is leading. Seemingly a group of a, a motley crew, if ever there was one, of Asian stereotypes and young people yeah. and a woman. Mm-hmm. And that those are the karate commandos, and we will get to them. What's going on is they're down in Florida, and Dr. Sanford, which I don't know what his deal is. He's not like a main character, but he's in the show. Dr. Sanford is having the karate commandos do something with dolphins. <laughs> I don't understand. This yeah, show right. is set in a world, a science fiction world, for sure. Yeah. But there, there are lasers. There are uh, headsets 
that allow you to breathe underwater. Yeah. Like they extract oxygen from the water. So it's like the abyss. Yeah. They're, they're, they're testing uh, experimental equipment that would enable people to breathe underwater by converting water into oxygen. Right. Yeah. And that confuses me less than what they're doing with the dolphins mm -hmm. because they talk like they're training the dolphins, but they also talk like it's a, a scientific experiment of yeah. technology. <laughs> and I don't know if these dolphins are mind controlled or if they just like treats like that. I, they don't make that very clear. Yeah. And they, they immediately don't play any role in the show after the first five minutes until much later in it. Right. And the show is called Deadly Dolphin. Uh -huh. I thought a dolphin was going to be a villain on the show or something. Right. Yeah. Like a dolphin with a laser or something yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, they barely play a role. They're not deadly at all. They, I mean, they are kept in the little glass uh, coffin aquarium later uh, on. That's true. That's true. And that was very strange. I don't know what the <laughs> I mean, deal was. That's pretty deadly. It went... <laughs> it's more like... For the it, dolphin? It met it. Yeah, for the dolphin. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> so they are doing some kind of experiments out here on the... I don't know where... They're on some like Florida Key Island, I guess. Yeah. Like, you know, where the Beach Boys like to go. <laughs> Kokomo. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's Kokomo. I mean, they, they might get there fast and I don't know, it's like take it slow or something. Well, they get, I, I, I don't think anyone's taking it slow on this cartoon because it's action packed. April on the Days Past Boom, 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 boom. So, Immediate, almost immediate, like they go underwater, they're just swimming around with these headsets that are completely just science fiction. And <laughs> we see that not that far away, there is a gigantic submarine. Yep. Like within eyeshot, I would say, of, of what they're doing. But nobody knows. I mean, you don't hear things underwater really like that. So right. I don't blame them too much. But it just is so like just the camera just pans over and then there's a submarine. And this giant submarine belongs to none other than the villains of our show. Yeah. And guess what? It's also acronym April yep. over here. And it seems to be misspelling April too, because Karate Commandos is spelled with two Ks. Yep. And then the name of the villains like collective, which uh -huh. never gets mentioned in the show, I don't think in this episode, but right. I had, I'm basing this off of research, i.e. Wikipedia. Vulture. Vulture, yeah. Yeah. Never gets explained they what never, that stands they for. They never do. No. Never and who to. needs it? You don't need to know. They were just about to before they didn't, they didn't get picked up. Yeah, and they said, you know what? <laughs> Screw it. We're taking that right off the table then. Yep. We're going to yep. punish you. Well, that is who this belongs to and we meet a henchman and we meet a a lassie <laughs> named angelfish mm -hmm. that also sounds like a james bond yeah, character does, like yep. meet angelfish this chick is great her voice is great very like kind of a smoky very mid-atlantic <laughs> extreme seriously <laughs> yeah. like very upper crust right the definitely argument to be made for the evilness of the mid-atlantic between her and the main guy claw <laughs> on this and so she is an agent of claw who is our main bad guy. Right. And she's on the submarine, and they are going to attack our karate commandos. And we also get to hear from Claw. He weighs in on the whole situation. Let's hear what they sound like. Both of these <laughs> actors are awesome. Yeah, Their voices yeah. are great. Angelfish, my darling of the deep. I wanted to wish you good hunting. No, oh, thank you, Claw. I fully expect to have Dr. Sanford on board within the hour. And once I have Sanford, I... You can attack C-Lab for me. I understand Sanford helped design the installation. He was the chief architect. I know you won't fail, but in case the thought has crossed your mind, remember this. <laughs> Claus made his point. Launch, commandos! <laughs> <laughs> they both sound like they're on the verge of seducing the other yeah. to me. Perhaps you'll remember this. Yeah, that, that, that scene is him just moving his claw in the camera. Like he's adjust. Okay, yeah, so what's happening? She's talking to her boss, Claw, yeah. over Skype, essentially. Think of it that way. And he's saying, 
first he says, but in case you were thinking about failing, and I don't know why she would. Yeah. Like, I don't go onto a job, like, considering maybe I'll just fail. But he's, in case you're thinking of yeah. failing, don't forget this. And he and this man is much like uh, Gripper uh-huh. on Rambo. So they're just out of ideas over at yeah. Ruby Spears immediately. Yeah. This man just has a gigantic pincer claw that's a robot claw as a hand. He just reaches it out to the camera like he's adjusting the the <laughs> the camera on a Skype thing. Yeah. Like, it's so stupid. Mechanic, mechanic claw arm was just real hot at this time. Well, his dude. is way better than Gripper. Yeah. Gripper's looks like he got it at a gift shop somewhere. <laughs> like this looks like a gigantic thing from like Centurions or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty yeah. awesome. 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 <laughs> but... The what he, he what is he just remember this that I have a claw, that's all he's just reminding you of that. Remember that I will kill you. Right, he'll straight up pinch you. <laughs> that's it, just one little yes. pinch. Now, um, Angelfish is a blonde woman, an attractive blonde woman. Yes. Now she reminds me of Doctor Blight from Captain Planet, who is the woman in the pink bodysuit, and then she has half of her face covered with blonde hair. Oh, yeah, because half yeah. of her face is disfigured. We don't know what's going on with this woman's face, but half of her face is covered. Yes. I, I'm i going to have probably, if we get one more example, I'm going to have to move for that to be added to <laughs> our evil scale where we measure the villainy of people. Okay. Because if you're a female and half of your face is covered with hair, apparently so far we're proven to be evil. But I think three is the hat trick is the, uh, the way we prove that. Okay. So one more. You're on the verge of it. Just one more. <laughs> she don't looks, test me. She looks like... A Motu character. She looks like a Masters of the Universe character. Yeah, she does. Because she's wearing a half cape, a dress with a big belt. The cape has like a pink jewel that's just on her shirt and then boots. Right. Like she doesn't look like she's an underwater anything. No. And she is an underwater villain. Like she, that is truly her, all she does. That's all she was invented for, I'm sure, by the writers. That's her forte. Yes. She has a guy with her that looks kind of like... <laughs> like, like ISIS's version of a ninja. Oh yeah. Like I don't, yeah. they never name him. He's kind of looks threatening, just like a big dude in a, a hood, and he yeah. has a knife strapped to the middle of his chest, <laughs> so he can really get at it fast. I don't know, just a weird look, definitely. Until someone kicks you. <laughs> well, I mean, here's the thing: in you the keep chest. your weapon at your waist because that's a little harder to reach for your enemy. Yeah. Just putting it on your chest <laughs> is just like basically like breaking case of glass. Somebody can just reach. I mean, that's the easiest thing to get to is your right. chest, yeah. especially when you have a naked chest, which he did. Lots of shirtless, nippleless men in this show. <laughs> Nipples not allowed. Pecs, welcome. Mm. Like on TBS. Yeah. <laughs> Characters welcome. <laughs> At the end of that clip, she said, what, launch the troops or something like that? They yeah, I think so. They fire. This is in, insanity. It's kind of complicated. They fire what are kind of like torpedoes that are vehicles that contain scuba ninjas with lasers. Yeah. <laughs> Just think about that. Like any any two of those is probably too many. You're putting a hat on a hat on a hat on a hat. But in that case, you're fired from a secret submarine. It's just insanity. And these But you can't do that? I can't do that. I know I know I can't do that. <laughs> but these scuba ninjas are attacking Sanford the doctor who is on just on a dock like you know what like a, a fishing dock basically right, yeah, with yeah. just technology that's just sitting on it like you don't even know how it's powered or what it's hooked up to it's just out in the sun but they go to attack him and they're there to get him so that they can get access to sea lab and so finally we get to see the karate commandos jump into action for the yes. first time and uh I, I had to, I mean they 
Some of them are relatively forgettable. There's yeah. there's too many characters again. Just uh, let's just get that out of the way because I mean, you got Chuck Norris and then about five or six other people and then like three or four villains. Yeah. So again, like just need to pare it down a little bit. And no one cares about these other characters. Yeah, I mean the 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 first one that really takes a strike on them is the ninja that I can't name. I I, uh, I think his name is Kimo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. There we go. Okay. And they they seem to come from. The He-Man school of fighting. Yeah. Because the sumo guy, who is named Tabe, uh-huh. I think, yeah. he just runs up to a guy and throws him in the air <laughs> like he's just a piece of trash right. into yeah. other people, yeah. just like He-Man would like do. he's bowling, yeah. Yeah. And then Kimo runs up to men who have lasers. These are This is... Just like Rambo, people with who are unarmed are running headlong at people who have weapons <laughs> aimed at them. Yeah. This isn't even Star Wars with stormtroopers where it's like, oh, well, you miss all the time, but they're hiding behind a rock. These people are just running at you with no secrecy at all. Right. And then he just chops the front of their guns off with some fan or something, this yeah. chemo ninja guy. <laughs> and then runs off. And then runs away. It's like tag, <laughs> just like Rambo did. It's just like, all I have to do is tag you and you're done. You're out. Sorry. Ah, yep. run off. We're going to hear these guys here in a minute. They managed to, I guess, fight off the ninjas. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of mixing of... It just seems like anything Asian is just mixed <laughs> into this. So you have a sumo wrestler on the team. You have... Is he a ninja? I don't know. Kimo. He, yes. Is he a ninja? Okay. Well, yeah, I'll accept I think him. so. <laughs> sure. Why not? You Any, have Anything goes. You have a woman named Pepper... Who is the mechanic? Mm-hmm. So cool, good for them. Uh, you've got the guy. I don't even know the kid's name, but he is the, teena- the teenage apprentice. Exactly, his apprentice. <laughs> yeah, he is the sensei to this kid or whatever. Yeah. Can't remember his name. Just forgettable. But you also have a child, a straight up ten year old kid who's basically short round from Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Uh-huh. Like he is that age, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that yeah. size, and all he, I mean, he hits people, like kicks him in the knee and stuff, but he has no business being in any of this. <laughs> like he, this is child endangerment again. We're getting yeah. almost into Matt Tracker territory, but I don't blame Chuck for that. <laughs> but I don't know if they just don't have a babysitter. You can't, you can't blame Chuck Norris. I have though. Well, don't, well, don't do and it. And I will. Mm-mm. Too late. Come, come down and smite me, Chuck. I'm inviting you. Dude, don't, dude. Don't, don't even. That, that, yeah, that's like, that's like saying Candyman three times. You just don't do it. <laughs> Bloody Mary, Bloody yeah, Mary. Yeah, Bloody, yeah, yeah. That's, that's what it is. Three Beetlejuice. Yeah. No, Candyman okay, too. Okay. I think it's all that stuff. Yeah, the kid is named Too Much. <laughs> <laughs> and all I can think of is just the numeral two and then much like he's a, like an early hip hop rapper yes, or something like yes. that. But that's that's the team. Yeah, it's, it's too uh, much. And the kid keeps getting grabbed by two adults at a time and wrestling with them. He must have a lot of strength, <laughs> but he just should not be on these missions that they're going on. And they don't establish who they work for, at least in this episode. Some, I mean, some could say too much strength. <laughs> so let's hear what these uh, these palookas sound like. <laughs> <laughs> getting away. Pepper. Let's go after him. Other guy. They smashed all the other boats on the island. Tabe. Is everyone okay? Chuck. It takes more than a pack of rats to bring down a tiger. Sometimes to get rid of the cat, the bird has to invite him inside his cage. There's a time to fight and a time not to. <laughs> so the so, last So Kimo Kimo is a samurai warrior. Yes. And not a ninja. Right, yeah. So the last three lines there were Kimo, the samurai warrior. Yes. And just like in Mask. Okay. He hands us three pieces of Asian wisdom, apparently. <laughs> Yet again, the magical Asian man comes to bring us Confucius-style wisdom about yeah. how to handle situations. It's And they're not good. They're just not 
important advice. Like they're never <laughs> things that need to be said. They're common sense, mm-hmm. but they just have to treat him with such. Oh, look at him. listen to him. He has this magical knowledge. <laughs> it's like reverse racism. <laughs> They're building them up. Well, it's like it's like just assuming every black person is good at basketball. <laughs> it is because that's not a bad trait. <laughs> yeah, but you're. I mean, that's dehumanizing someone by saying like, well, because of this, you must be this, and it's the same thing here. I get it. Yeah, you hate everyone. Yeah, that's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Doctor Sanford uh-huh. has been whisked away by the ninjas for yep. a vulture. Uh-huh. They do, and all the other ninjas are either defeated or they get away, except for one. Yep. And Chuck pulls him in and says, we've got, like, this is going to be our source of information. You will tell us everything. Yes, and then they fade to them on a plane on their way to go intercept yeah. vulture. So, yeah. and then he says something like, that sailor I captured said this. Just real, like, he's like uh, one of the teachers on South Park or something like that. He's just so nice and white yeah. bread. But, you got to wonder what happened. Where did he go? Well, yeah, where did the ninja go? Is he is he in a in a the bottom of the river or yeah. what? Is he in pieces? Is he currently wishing he was dead? Now, I thought to a couple of things. Okay. I wondered it would be pretty funny if Chuck being such a sound, nice sounding guy waterboarded the wa- shit out of him. Exactly. Just did it like <laughs> now you need to tell me where those vultures went. You know, just like being real like direct with them but like like a firm father figure, but also I can see him being like now I'm an American Christian. I don't believe in torture. However, my Asian friend Kimo <laughs> Isn't. <laughs> and then he lets him do the business. He's just him. pouring water over a rag on his yeah, face. Totally. Yeah. Just like takes out the blade and just licks it or something like that. <laughs> you don't know where that's going. But they do get the information and they're gonna go save Dr. Sanford. Uh-huh. They they're on a plane somewhere. This is I don't get I don't know what's happening. They're talking to a man in a suit on an exercise bike on the plane. Yep. <laughs> And they call him director. So he is their their man in charge, their G-man, whatever, because apparently they're government ordained. Yeah. I don't know why. Because I, I didn't know that just being good at martial arts got you. Uh-huh. I mean, he is It, gets, it gets you a lot of, lot of grants. A lot. A lot well, of I grants. I should have stuck with Taekwondo then. Yes. I was a camo belt. Seemed totally made up. <laughs> That's not a real belt. Were you? Got to camo belts. Yeah. They had so... They were just inventing new colors I to get us belts. I got to yellow. I wish everybody at home could see the <laughs> the alternate punching that you're doing right now. <laughs> yeah, get the yellow, buddy. <laughs> you yellow belly. Yeah. But they're talking to a man who's in charge, who's on an exercise bike, referencing back. I think they were trying to sell us exercise bikes because at the opening, mm-hmm. when we actually see live Chuck Norris, he has two exercise bikes in his dojo. Yep. But why is this guy on a fucking exercise bike? He's getting the cardio in, buddy. He's out of breath. He even like, it's it's not even just like a thing that they ignored with the voice acting. The guy's like, yeah, y'all are going to go to, hold on a second. You're going to go to C-Lab and do like, it's just why I don't understand it. And you barely even get to see his face. And they don't even name him except for director. It's just a crazy choice. I don't get it. I don't get it. But it's cool. Yeah. It's funny. And you know, if this had been the 90s, yeah. it wouldn't have been exercise bikes. It would have been the Total Gym. Oh, Everybody yeah. would be working out on Total yeah, Gyms. Yeah, yeah. Christy Swanson would have a part on the show. No, it's not Christy Swanson. Christy Brinkley. Is that right? Christy Swanson was Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the movie. Christy Brinkley 
is the model who did those infomercials with him. I'm out on this Have you never, did you stop watching TV past nine o'clock from the year 1995 to 2010? No. That's where these infomercials were. I know what you're talking about. Next time we should, it's on a pre-show, good buddy, because I don't, I don't know. I don't know the name of this girl sidekick you're talking about. Just, well, she wasn't sidekick. They were equal partners. Uh, Whatever. They were both celebrities. Well, she was a supermodel. I don't Christy know. Brinkley? I know who Christy Brinkley is, but I don't know who did the... the it was Christy Brinkley. It was it? Okay. It was Christy Brinkley. Okay. Don't roll your eyes at Good me. Good Lord. Don't roll your eyes unless you're going to say I'm rolling my eyes for the, for I'm the rolling listeners. rolling my eyes right now. <laughs> it would have been that. And I she got, would have had a role on the I show. Got, I got the most rolliest of all eyes right now. Just the rolliest <laughs> of eyes. Also, the director yeah. seems to be fine with this kid going with them on the mission, too. Uh-huh. This underage child is like, yeah, you're part of the team. I don't care. It's not my problem. I don't even I don't even admit to other people that y'all exist anyway. So if somebody dies, nip. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Just seems weird. He's just he's hearing this 10 year old tell him information from a mission. I, I would I wouldn't want that too responsibility. Much, too much information. If you ask me, I didn't ask. Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> you did with your eyes. They are headed. The commandos, the KKs, it's okay if you stop there. Yeah, it's okay if you stop there. The KKs are on their way to intercept Vulture and save Professor Dr. Sanford, whatever. Dr. Sanford. Uh, Dr. Sanford and Mm -hmm. Sons are going to be there. (laughs) Are going to be there. So we're going to take a quick break. Yes. But when we come back, the action explodes as Chuck Norris and his karate commandos face down against Vulture. The KKs. Nature of the beast. Discover the ugly truths and dark secrets of true crime, the paranormal, the occult, and conspiracy. Join your guides for weekly episodes and face the true nature of the beast. Days past Tooncast, we're back. Yes. And we're still talking about Chuck Norris. <laughs> Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris's Chuck Norris's <laughs> Chuck Norris Karate Commandos starring Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris <laughs> <trop>. <laughs> With a side of Chuck. Chuck Norris. Norris. And we're joining our team, the Karate Commandos. Yes. They're case. going to be uh, catching up with the kidnapped Dr. Sanford. <laughs> Kidnapped by Vulture, of course. What we're going to go do is see what the Vulture team crew, yep. Angel Fish and her hoodlum, whatever the guy is hanging out with her, and her team of ninjas with uh, with sword belly. Yeah, and they're on. Yeah, exactly. They're on a boat, a bit gigantic <laughs> boat. We're going to go see what's going on there. Okay. While the team's catching up, and what's going on is that. Angel Fish is explaining to the doctor who's just woken up. Yes. He says, "I'll never tell you where Sea Lab is because apparently they don't know." <laughs> And then she says, you don't need to. You already have. We have a, a machine that can scan your brain waves yeah. and extract information. <laughs> like, this is just like children playing make-believe. Right. Where it's like, well, you can't be. I'm, I'm not dead because I have a shirt that protects me from bullets all of a sudden. I'm on base. Yeah. I'm on base. It's just like they're just make the writers are just playing that game, basically. But so this is the level of technology we're dealing with. Yeah, Dr. Sanford's like, what does that do? Lasers, mind reading, even while you're asleep. Yeah. Like bonkers. <laughs> well, so that's so they've already extracted that information. That's very important. While this is going on, 
Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. And his karate commando, Chuck or better said, sumo wrestler friend. Yeah. Because he's not karate. He's not doing karate. Right. For sure. <laughs> like karate commandos is just sounds good. Uh, he, uh, Tabe, they yeah. are going to infiltrate the ship, the vulture ship. Yep. Now, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure a bigger person can be stealthy. And he's not the biggest sumo wrestler you've ever seen by any stretch. Like, yeah. he's not that He's not E. Honda, even, from Street Fighter. Like, he's just kind of eh, just a bigger guy. But why would you take a sumo wrestler as your spy? <laughs> if you're stealthy enough? Yeah, yeah, seriously. And Chuck Norris is no, no, not that great at stealth either, we'll find out. But he is small. He's is he? a small man. Is he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah. Once again, he's got sliced alone issues. Yeah. They are going to sneak onto the boat. They have to swim up to it, and they pull out these magnet, like, Spider-Man suction cup things so that they can crawl up the side. Uh And it was just, he says, like, well, get out the magnets. And they start climbing so slow. And the camera just stays on it, like, way too long, yeah. like it's supposed to be a joke, that they're just, like, two snails just sliding up the side of this thing. And then a guy notices them, and without saying anything to anyone else, just shoots at them at close range, and again, they're able to dodge it. It's whatever you need to happen. Yeah, dude. It's ridiculous. That kind uh, of stuff happens. If you hang out with Chuck Norris, that kind of stuff will happen It seems you. like it happens to a lot of people we talk about, you and I, on this show, <laughs> specifically. They make it onto the boat uh, somehow without raising an alarm, even yeah. though somebody was firing. A v- they have the loudest lasers. They sound like they're <laughs> shooting torpedoes, yeah. but they're lasers. At the end of the day, they even call them that. Well, uh, they get on the boat by Chuck Norris throwing a, it's like a star rope and it, drags a sh- the guy off. It's a shuriken like throwing star, but then it just like floats in midair. Like it's an AI like uh, drone or something right. like that. Yeah, yeah, it just doesn't make, it doesn't have to make sense. But I the guess. guy lives though, because you see him pop his He's head back He's fine. Up. In fact, yeah. he could probably get back on the boat and tell people what's going on, but I guess he's just going to hang out in the ocean. Chuck Norris and Tabe, the sumo wrestler, are going to sneak around on the ship, and they split up. Chuck, his idea of sneaking is like a Looney Tune. He (laughs) walks down the middle of the hallway, not even sticking close to walls, but he's walking very gingerly. Just very softly, <laughs> just kind of looking around. But he's he's just in plain sight. He's yeah. a red-haired man without a shirt, with like a belt across <laughs> his chest, red pants, and he's just. But he's acting like if I just walk quietly, nothing will happen. And he happens upon like three soldier ninja guys that are just shooting the shit basically, yes. and gets the drop on them. But he's he bar- it's just not he's not stealthy, and I don't. He was not a ninja. <laughs> He's a karate man. <laughs> he's used to facing people head on. There's a difference, Dan. Yeah, he's not used to, he's not a super spy. You know, it's a difference. Apparently, his karate arsenal includes what looks like a wizard's staff. Oh, yeah. yeah like, yeah, yeah. it's this wooden staff, but then it has, it's almost like a trident on the end. Yes. Like, you should fire electric bolts out of it or something like that. It just looked, it looked, again, like it came from Eternia. <laughs> like, it just did not look like something you would use even as a ninja. It, it's very esoteric looking. Uh-huh. Definitely doesn't fit in. And, and you ever see it again. Where he does that spinning? <laughs> yeah. Spinning yeah, kick he uses and knocks, it, Yeah, he uses it basically like, like five people. He uses it like he's a high jumper. Yeah. Like, and launches himself into these bad guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the pole vault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Tabe is... In search for food. Yes. This is terrible. <laughs> um, on The Simpsons, while back, we're talking like the 90s. Okay. They, as just, the just a few years back. Sh- as the show progressed, they would talk about the problem of a joke where you write Homer like a food monster. Yeah. Where it's like, so that it's just as simple a joke as, oh, he just likes to eat food all the time. He doesn't have any human, like mechanisms or or motivations or anything. Tabe is a food monster. 
He is just driven by food. He, like uh, Pepe Le Pew, when he smells a female, sk- thinks he smells a female skunk. Yeah. He's basically <laughs> wafted through the air. He might as well have been to where food is. That's yeah. He's on a mission, but guess what? He smells food. He's going to mm-hmm. go investigate. And he beats up the chefs for no reason. Just the really. dirtiest looking chefs. Yeah, man. They don't, I wouldn't They're trust murky. them. There's all sorts of cigarette butts in your salad when, they, <laughs> when it comes to you. Um, he beats them up and then proceeds to eat. Yeah. Eat and eat. Walking around with a silver platter with an entire chicken or turkey on it. Yes. Eating on this mission and just talking about it and making some of the grossest eating sounds you've heard since Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles ate their pizza. Never waste food. This is good. My compliments to the chefs. He's just horny for this oh, food. Wow. <laughs> Can't you eat quietly? Doesn't taste nearly <laughs> as good. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. He. Chuck, That's funny. Chuck treats him like like a, an incorrigible puppy that he's adopted. He's like, you chewed up my slippers again, you. Wow. Oh, man. <laughs> They're on a top secret mission yes, right now. and the man we is focus, not doing his please. job. Yeah, can you put down the entire platter of food meant for an entire crew? He's like, please, I need help. I'm not stealthy. Yeah. I need your help, bro. Can you, can you a sumo wrestler, help me get stealthier? Because, I mean, they, they all, and we find out later, because the other team, the rest of the commandos, are off at C-Lab, sneaking on to C-Lab. C-Lab? C-Lab. Their idea of sneaking, they must have learned it from Chuck because they just do the same thing. It's like Scooby-Doo sneaking, where it's just the way you walk. You just kind of walk with like your hands close to your chest. Like, it's like, do, 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 do. It's that kind of sneaking that they're doing. Well, they go downstairs and they find that Professor Sanford, Dr. Sanford, whatever. Is dead. No, very sad. It was a very sad episode. What a way to start. It's like that's the HBO it. version. That's it. He's just disemboweled right there on well, the Well, then chair. they're just like, okay, well, mission over. Go home. Do more karate chops. <laughs> <laughs> Break more bricks. Um, no, they they find Dr. Sanford, and he's okay, but they've, of course, as we know, they've already extracted the information they needed. So, luckily, like I said, the rest of the, the, rest of the team <laughs> is headed over to C-Lab, uh-huh. which they apparently already knew where it was, so apparently it's not that big of a secret. Didn't yeah. have to go to that doctor. You could have asked anybody. <laughs> any any ten year old member of a secret government karate team will let you know where that C lab is. What your ten year olds don't do that? I I don't have too many ten year olds, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> a couple of them do it. Yeah, and so we go over to C lab, yeah. and I I think this was played for uh, on purpose for humor. But the team sneak on, and then Chemo, the samurai, just is like, okay. Everyone be quiet. We've made it onto C-Lab. Hey, they're here! Just like immediately, <laughs> they're discovered upon entering. They're not good sneakers. Yeah. Like like a pair of old Nikes, not good sneakers. <laughs> DPTC brought to you by Adidas. Uh-huh. Yeah. See? Take a shit on those other people. <laughs> good Lord, just dump it over here. <laughs> yeah. So they're captured and just thrown in the brig or whatever they have on C-Lab, yeah. which is where Angelfish is, which is where her henchman is. C-Lab is just a collection of, like, glass orbs for rooms, I guess, that are connected by hallways. <laughs> yeah. Under the, and then there's a thing in the middle. And apparently what they can do with it is create tidal waves. Why was this created in the first place? 
like it's not a laboratory so much as just like a weapons station apparently and if it's not that then why why who who made it right. apparently dr sanford why was this done why what purpose does that serve aside from a weapon that's true you don't have an answer for I me don't. do you i don't okay good because there is no answer <laughs> no good answer for that Chuck uh, and San- Dr. Sanford mm-hmm. and Tabe are trying to figure out how to sneak onto C Lab properly. <laughs> <laughs> and like they're still doing it today. Yeah, they're, they're still, they're still hard at work. And I'm sure the people are long dead that they're trying to save. <laughs> they're trying to figure that out. And then so finally, the dolphins are going to come back into play. Yeah, the deadly evil dolphins. The weird dolphins that either are mind controlled or aren't, or just trained by <laughs> yes. food. Um, they're very intelligent. And nine dolphins are very intelligent, but like, wow. They're very intelligent. Uh And so Chuck is like, hey, let's use the dolphins to like, we're going to have to swim up this pipe that has metal detectors in it. Who fucking cares? But (laughs) so the dolphins are going to be part of it and they're approaching and they're using the dolphins as cover. Yeah. Like they're underneath these dolphins that are wearing vests (laughs) with tools on them. And they and then the people on Sea Lab, the vulture, the bad guys, they notice this on the radar or whatever it is. And there, they, there is zero stealth in this cartoon. Yeah, no, no, I mean it's a worse stealth. And again, <laughs> he that's not his training. Yeah, he was an Air Force man. Uh-huh. He was an Air Force policeman. That's not stealthy. That's not. And he's used to facing people in dojos face to face. They're bad stealthing with honor roll. Bad honor roll. Yeah. <laughs> Honor roll. He was on the honor roll for being honorable. So when Vulture brings up this disturbance in the ocean on their screen, they just see three dolphins, two of which are wearing vests with tools. And that apparently does this. Oh, it's just dolphins. Yeah. And then the water based water named villain angelfish says, oh, it's just fish. They're dolphins. Yeah. They're not fish. And she supposedly is like a water criminal. That's her whole fucking thing. Yeah. And yet she's calling, ah, it's just fish. Who cares? So stupid. She dropped the ball. Big time. Mm. Now, this is around the time that a special guy arrives. Yeah. A very special guy. Uh-huh. And it's kind of it's kind of a backstab on old angelfish here. Yeah. Um it seems that little insurance. Claw basically like he's the the district manager and he's sending one of his top guys <laughs> to your store yeah. to make sure that things are done right yeah. even though you, he supposedly trusted you. Her reaction to this reveal by the way is like very like she was cheated on. Yes. Like tell me why you did this. Yes. But this we're heralding the arrival of none other than the super ninja. Oh man, I let's love hear it. <laughs> I want to test out the main wave reactor. One tidal wave coming up. <laughs> super ninja, what are you doing here? I'm taking command of Sea Lab. <laughs> what? No, I won't let it happen. Get me the claw now. Angelfish, from the look on your face, Super Ninja has arrived. Why, <laughs> so Claw? I want to know. Insurance, my dear, simply insurance. That Claw is smooth as shit. It is. Dude, he is awesome. He oils it every Absolutely. day. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Um. So Super Ninja. How the hell does he keep his mask on? Uh, it's a what, head sheath. What? It's just a head. Is yeah. it just coming up all the okay, way to the so back of it? Just to describe you to you guys what we're talking about, he essentially, uh, Super Ninja is dressed in as much clothes as a person can be dressed in, <laughs> minus their scalp. And socks, too. Yeah. He's got socks like, underneath he's got, he's got a purple bodysuit that, that should be covering all of his head, except it's been cut off at the scalp. 
Yeah. So his hair falls out. His long flowing hair. And then he's also wearing like underwear, like superhero underwear <laughs> and some other stuff over that. Yeah. So he, I don't know if he gets cold easily or whatever, but so yeah, he's ninja enough that he's going to cover all of his face, but he's vain enough to show you his long black hair, his long, beautiful hair. I mean, oh, Gambit assembly as, uh, from uh, X-Men essentially has a similar thing. He just wears what they call a head sheath. Okay. But it's just the face that's cut out, but it's the same kind of thing. So he's not, so you can see his cool hair. Right. I mean, this is what cool guys do still to this day. Yeah. I'm wearing, yeah, I'm wearing one right now. Yeah. You sound great. Thank you. And look great. Oh, thanks. So Super Ninja. Yes. We're going to find eventually that I, I don't know that he's really, I think he assigned himself that name because mm-hmm. I don't think he earned it at all. He does not, <laughs> he doesn't portray himself as much of a ninja. His, he just yells, right? <laughs> yes. Just like automatically yelling about the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> and just imagine like just to hear her say, Super Ninja, what are you doing here? So that's just what you call him, no matter what. You probably he won't even let you shorten it to SN or He Super, has no Super other Ninja. name. That's no. just what yeah. Imagine someone telling you, by the way, from here on out, I'm going by Super Ninja. If you can call me Super Ninja, please. <laughs> like how weird, how weird would that be in a work situation? Right. Well, around this time. No, wait, if I just popped up on you and said, Hey, from now on, man, you're gonna call me Lionel. Is that okay? I mean, would you would you start would you respect my wishes? Well, is that uh is that because you like Lionel Richie? Yeah. Or because you mishear the name of I, Lionel? I, I don't even give you a reason. I just tell you Lionel is what I'm go what I go by now. And I'm gonna say, cool, and, Travis, whatever. And I'd appreciate it if you call me that. <laughs> that <laughs> I would say this invites more conversation <laughs> if I'm going to play along with this. <laughs> like you if you want that from me, yeah. you will give me more information. That's okay. my trade-off for you. And depending on on how I make my case, it yeah. depends on how we we interact. Yeah, and probably you're only going to get called Lionel with like an eye roll or a, a facetious <laughs> attitude. <laughs> Sass, always. Yeah, every time. Hey, Lionel, can you grab me a water, please, Lionel? Thank you so much, Lionel. Hey, what's up, Lionel? Lionel, exactly. That's what you would get. <laughs> That's as good as you can hope for. Claw does a very classic. It's really a Bond move again, actually. Bond villain move. He, I don't... <laughs> Okay, I'm a little confused on it, but he's, you know, he they have C-Lab now, so he yeah. now has the ability to destroy, as they say, any coastal city, which there are a lot of good coastal cities out there. Quite a few, quite, yes. Quite a few important ones. Yes. Luckily, we're not in a coastal city right now, mm-hmm. so depend, at least until <laughs> global warming and the water rising eventually yeah. will be there, but currently yeah. not. He has a, a, an audience over a huge screen at, I don't know if it's the UN if he addresses the UN or if it's just a bunch of people, because yeah. it's they don't say there's no response from the people. It's just they show you a building on an island, uh-huh. a big building, and then they go inside and there's a gigantic computer screen that didn't exist at the time. And a bunch of people just watching him talk and say this. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. So kind of you to hear me out. Let me come to the point. Deliver one billion in gold to me at C-Lab, or this will be the outcome. Full power! <laughs> Super Ninja. Wow. No, no, uh, he has only one setting yeah. on. Hey, I compare that scene uh, to the scene in Austin Powers yeah. with uh, Dr. Evil. When totally. He's like, I want a one gazillion Fajillion dollars, right? Please. Well, yeah. I mean, that's it's the same trope. <laughs> yeah. They're just not playing it for jokes. Right. This is just the same thing from Bond. I mean, this happens in Bond yeah, movies. This is great. a this is an old villain thing that's been going on for years. <laughs> so, how do you arrange that? Because again, again, he doesn't say, 
hello, members of the United Nations. He doesn't say anything like that. There's no identifier. Right. As for all I know, this is like a comic book convention that he's addressing, and just everybody got pulled into the room to hear what he had to say. <laughs> but how do you even organize something like that? Where it's just like, get me the UN, please. Put me on the largest screen. Like... <laughs> And you're right, you were you guys didn't get to see Travis's wonderful character work while we were listening. He was doing a giant claw, like he was <laughs> motioning as though like he was a Shakespearean actor, but like he's holding a martini glass. I would love to see this guy dressed up at an event with this giant claw sticking out of the other side of the tuxedo. Yeah. He I love he, his voice. He's breaking the glass or yeah, he's killing, killing the cat he's petting. Yeah. Oh dear. <laughs> but that's it's just so classic. Classic yeah. supervillain. And yep. he's also explaining a little bit his plan, you know? I mean, he's telling you exactly what he'll do, which, again, I kind of think it'd be a scary thing to be like, I have a weapon. I'm not going to tell you about it. You don't want to find out what I'm going to do. But I guess some people might be like, they might call your bluff. Yeah. Like, guess what? You, you don't have a weapon. You, you got you to gotta show him a little leg. A little leg. A little leg. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like the equivalent of just putting your finger inside your jacket and trying to hold somebody up. <laughs> <laughs> Which doesn't work, by the way. Not well. No. For you know, shame on. For, for, do it once. Shame on shame me. me. Do it twice. twice. You're going to jail for ten to twenty. I think it's the first time you might be. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's considered the same thing. Armed robbery, either way. Three times. Three a lady. strikes. You're out. A lady. <laughs> Three ladies. You're out. <laughs> Now, luckily, as this, uh, yeah, and so Super Ninja just yells, full power! He's just insane. He, I think that's the thing is that he is un, unpredictable, and so people will just call him whatever he wants because he's not always threatening, but he's crazy enough that you just think, you know what, let's just not mess with him. Yeah. It's, let's, he's that guy that at work that it's everyone just kind of is nice to, and mm-hmm. he's not nice back, but you just leave it alone. Yes. Don't poke the bear. Don't. Because he might say, full power! And that's what he does. Now, luckily, Chuck Norris, at this point, jumps in. Chuck He's Norris. made it into the base. He jumps in and just start. fists are flying at oh, this point. Yep. And Super Ninja relishes the chance to enter into the martial arts with Chuck Norris. Bad choice. Not only a bad choice, he should become a ninja before he does that. <laughs> he is the worst, least ninja-like ninja Ever like the the Ninja Turtles have are much more ninja like. This guy is just screaming the whole time. He's swinging, just like charging at him yeah. with a two handed sword <laughs> and just like slamming it into walls. I mean, really fighting like Super Shredder at yeah. the end of TMNT two, the secret of the use. <laughs> like just no no flare, no anything. Just yeah. Norris, that meddler. He's in Sea Lab and his people are running loose in the hallway. They don't listen to Claw's warnings, do they? So we have to show them we mean business. I'm pushing the reactor to maximum power. Now there's no going back. Five minutes. When it reaches its peak, it'll create a wave that will destroy Tokyo. <laughs> You'll never use that wave reactor. <laughs> You're too late, Norris. <laughs> that last scream is so... Uh, it sounds like he's in pain, but he's thrusting him. You'll never use that. Never. <laughs> You'll never use that, laser. That's what he sounds like. <laughs> You'll never use that, mister. Now go to sleep. <laughs> They're like, can you go ahead and double the diff on that? Can you double the diff? 
Can you grow balls and then get in back behind the mic again, please? Let's get what they should have done is recorded him, told him that they kept the takes, gotten someone else who sounds like him but better, yeah. and then just said, "Yeah, that's how you sounded. It was awesome. Works all the time. It's no issue. I guess you got to pay people twice. That's yeah. not good." Um, yeah. So they fight, and like I said, it's basically like a, a, a linebacker. <laughs> charging at a man is essentially yeah. what the fight's like. Yeah. I really like what Ninja had to say, Super Ninja had to say. <laughs> he gave a pretty long speech. He did. He had to take a very deep breath before that. Ultimately, Chuck is going to win that fight. We know that. Well, uh, yes. Yeah, there's no there's It was written in the stars. Yeah, or in the script. Mm-hmm. And certainly in his contract. Yeah. I will win every cartoon battle that I'm in. <laughs> that seems more like a Steven Seagal kind of thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's a story out there about how he was on Saturday Night Live and they were writing, Stephen Seagal was, and they had a sketch like Hans and Franz. That's right. Yeah, you talking about this. <laughs> and the joke was that like Stephen Seagal was going to get beaten by them. They were going to get into a fight. And the, you know, the joke is that these are just guys in sweatsuits with fake muscles. <laughs> and then Stephen Seagal says, I'll do, your, I'll do your sketch, but only if I win. Yeah, just ruining the the punchline of the whole thing. That's not that's not humor anymore. That's basically one of his movies. Uh, Hans and Franz is great. Hans dude. and Franz is excellent. Yeah, you kidding me? <laughs> of course, that's classic. That was a that was a classic time for the uh, SNL. Yeah, it was. So Chuck, yeah, Chuck wins the battle, kicks, and then Angelfish just goes, "I'm out of here," essentially, and runs off. Yeah, <laughs> just runs away. He kicks Super Ninja through a window into the ocean, and then I assume he just gets away because uh-huh. no one goes after him. Yeah, Chuck's solution to the problem because the machine is set like on perma kill (laughs) yeah like it's just on all the way it's turned up to 11 and they broke off the knob yeah perma drown is about to go down yes so (laughs) nice thank you (laughs) yeah you should save save that all right so he just says well i guess i'll pull the plug on it and then just proceeds to just feed electricity he he, he looks at three points and then goes at it and just says okay well that's like a plug in the wall so he undoes that (laughs) shoves that into the machine yeah. how he knows that won't just make things worse he doesn't i guess he just took a he it's knew. like a, it's a han solo move he knew i don't agree i think he just said what the, I, my karate serves me no purpose <laughs> <laughs> serves me at, not at all in this situation so here we go everybody no one will know if i fuck it up because we'll all be dead <laughs> yeah but he does it and it does solve the situation he you know d- dismantles the machine with electricity and all is well yeah he seems to me, by the way, I can't tell. It sounds like he screams something like out in pain when he shoves the thing oh, in there. Yeah, I think Isn't I that heard... weird? It's like, ah! <laughs> it's like for a second though. It's very quick and it's hard to tell with all the other noise that's there. But I like the, I mean, that would be very accurate probably. A lot of, lot of voltage. If you're going to get shocked, you might make a little vocalization, <laughs> even if you're shocked noise. But that saves the day, and he goes back downstairs, and his karate commandos... Well, earlier, we didn't even approach this because it's stupid, but the karate commandos did escape from being captured on C-Lab, but they didn't do anything. Right. They just escaped and then walked around sneaky. Sneaky. (laughs) Sneaky, sneaky. They walk around sneaky, and that's it. And then when Chuck sees them, the first thing he says is, good job. You did a good job. What took you so long? A couple of creeps named Angel Fish and Super Ninja. Where are Angel Fish and Super Ninja? Super Ninja went swimming. As for Angel Fish, we're going to find out right now. Uh, 
angelfish at the end is being two dolphins are playing catch with her. Yes, essentially. Yeah, and these are the like same a beach dolphins. Ball, basically. Yeah, yeah, volleyball. These are the same dolphins, one of which got involved in the fight when they infiltrated yeah. this base. That's how smart they are. Like, one of them just wh- tail whipped a guy. Yeah. Just like, hey, Chuck, watch out, basically. Um, <laughs> Chuck, such a square, dude. <laughs> it's great. We really showed them. The Chuck. The Chuck. Two creeps. Their names? <laughs> Super Ninja and Angelfish. <laughs> That's funny. That reminds, reminds me. me. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. He, he was made for infomercials, I would say. Just like this this plastic niceness that he yeah. <laughs> seems to carry around. But yeah, he tells them good job. Only Tabe did anything. The rest of them broke into a base, were immediately caught, yep. broke out of their jail, then snuck around like the Scooby-Doo crew. Yeah. And then he saved the day. And, Good job, and, guys. And and half of what Tabi did was eat. I, I would say like more than I would say 90% <laughs> of what he did. He threw a couple people in the air. Yeah. He charged somebody like he's a bowling ball. Right. That's it. I mean, and that's still more than they did. They they were not good. Those commandos need more training, need to knock them down to like white belts again yeah. as punishment. But see, Chuck likes to build people up. And I will say that, that he's very positive. Uh-huh. He has a good outlook on life. Yes. And this is proven out by his parting message with us. Yes. For a while there, things were pretty rough, but we won. We won because we didn't give up. If we had, the claw would still have sea lab. Now, I know you're not going to have to go against the claw, but the next time things get tough, mess up on a test or lose the game don't let it get you down don't give up and you'll be a winner see you next time I mean, Ma- it's- mom chuck norris said i don't have to do my homework well did he <laughs> <laughs> let's let's play it again and i want you to parse <laughs> i mean it's a nice sentiment uh, it, it is the first part of it i agree with yeah don't give up because i mean you if you give up you have surely lost yeah you know what you miss 100 of the shots you don't take Wayne Gretzky. Mom. Mom, I don't understand morals. (laughs) But the other half of it that you will win if you never give up, like you just will eventually win and get exactly what you want. That's that's not a good message to send to people. We won because we didn't give up. Well, you would have lost it had you given up, but you won because you beat someone in in karate. You beat them up physically. (laughs) That's what you won with. (laughs) And so I, it's a nice idea. It's no worse or better than any other moral we've ever heard on any of these shows. It's, it's worthy of a filmation, uh-huh. certainly. So yeah. good job, Chuck. But I do like hearing from live action people at the end of my cartoons. Just to check in with reality again. It's a, it's a thing. It, it gets me used to the idea that I'm going to have to go back to my life <laughs> afterwards. It's like, oh, no, the cartoon's over. Okay, well, there's a man on the screen. Now I can go talk to a real man in my real life. <laughs> That's funny. funny. Mom. <laughs> and that was the first episode of Chuck Norris Karate Commandos entitled Deadly Dolphin. And again, that <laughs> there's no one single dolphin that does anything deadly. Um, I really so this is a five part miniseries. I really would like to come back and do this entire series overall. Like keep coming back to episodes. Yeah, just they, do, it, do it in order. Since yeah, it's only five. And just go straight through. As hell. Yeah, yeah, just come back to it with some regularity. Yeah, with the quickness. <laughs> Doing those punches, excellent. Cast wise, lots of people to go over here. Going to try to get through it quickly because there's there are a few interesting ones. <laughs> You're like Pepper, voiced by Chuck Norris. Yeah, uh, Pepper, Chuck <laughs> Norris, Frank Welker playing Chuck Norris. <laughs> 
So Angelfish was played by Linda Gary, who oh. is like a returning Days Past cast champ okay. because she played Tila, Sorceress, Evil Lynn on Hey Man and the Masters well, of the yeah. Universe. I'm still practicing on that. Yeah, I know. I'm trying you to got get a lot that to down and the computer voice you yeah. do. <laughs> she was also on She-Ra. She was on Filmation's Ghostbusters. She was on Transformers. So she's just all up in our business. Days past champ, bro. Yeah, absolutely. She also, just as a little side here, Talking about Filmation, she did a lot of work for them. She was Web Woman on Filmation's Web Woman, which we discussed very briefly on the Spider Woman episode. Mm -hmm, Still available on Stitcher, iTunes, Podcast, Google Play, and wherever podcasts are found. (laughs) That's That's funny. funny. (laughs) Podbean. You said podcast. But shout out to Podbean. Uh, And also available on podcast. (laughs) Well, Apple Podcasts, that works, because that's what the app is called now. Okay. Yeah, but I didn't mean that. I messed up. I will admit that. Uh, Hey. Hey. That's funny. Ah, Now, that's funny. (laughs) Tabe, the uh, the sumo sumo fella, was played by Robert Ito. He played played two characters that are basically Storm Shadow and the other ninja from G.I. Joe. (laughs) What was his name? Uh, Snake Eyes. Okay. Okay. Not those characters, but there's a dark clothed ninja and a white clothed ninja on Rambo, the Force of Freedom. Okay. Yep. So we didn't see that in our episode. I'm sure we'll get to them eventually because that's definitely a revisit. But they're basically that ripoff. Well, he played both of them and he also played Mr. Miyagi in the Karate Kid animated series. There was one of those? Yep. 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 Yeah. We'll have to check it out. We might have to. Uh, let's yeah. keep going. We'll talk to you after air. Oh. Yeah. No, I want it on air. I want it on record. Really? Do you want to? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say. You're like, you're like, come closer? Come I, closer? Yeah, exactly. Come closer? No. Yeah. I just wanted it on tape in case you insulted me or hurt me. <laughs> I wanted a record of it. When have I ever done that? Shut up. You don't answer that on air. Pepper was played by Kathy Garver, oh. who we've also heard from before. She played Firestar on Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Mm. The red-headed, flying, fiery vixen herself, Firestar. <laughs> All two of them. <laughs> Claw was played by Bill Martin. Bill has been, because <laughs> I know him so well. <laughs> Bill was on Transformers. He was a character on Real Ghostbusters at one point. He took over as the Shredder after Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. He took over as Shredder Avery. from um, yeah James Avery yep. from Uncle Phil uh, in the last like three seasons of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original run. So one of the original voices of Shredder. Wow. He also this is the one that makes me gleeful <laughs> and giggly. Like a Google Geiger. Oh my good lord! This nurse. one he Bill Martin okay co-wrote. Harry and the Hendersons. What? Yeah. Used to make me cry every time as a kid. Love it. Love wow. that film. Just watch that. I need to go back and watch it. About a month it. ago. Yeah. I need to go back and see it. I haven't seen it since a long oh, time yeah, ago. Yeah, it's a really good movie. Too Much, everyone's favorite hip-hop star, was played by <laughs> Mona Marshall, who we just met for the first time on Rambo just uh-huh. earlier this month. Yeah. She played Cat on Rambo, and of course she is known for a lot of anime roles, and she plays most of the female characters on South Park, as we talked about before. Yeah. Making a return appearance. Here's a funny one. All right. I'm laughing already. Yeah. Ha, 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 ha. That's funny. <laughs> Alan Oppenheimer. Oh, man. Voice of Skeletor was just included in, quote-unquote, additional voices. 
I've been additional voices before. That means you were either a Walla or you were just an unnamed background character yeah. or a bit. Maybe one of the ninja scuba men. <laughs> <laughs> the laser-wielding scuba men yeah. that are ninjas. One of the dolphins. Yeah. Could, well, that, and I would have guessed that was Frank Welker, honestly. <laughs> I didn't look that up. Kimo and Super Ninja were both played by Keon Young. I'm familiar with this man. Okay. He's done a lot of video games. He's done a good amount of voice work since the late 90s. And he played Storm Shadow on G.I. Joe. Wow. The actual Storm Shadow. Wow. He's done tons of film and TV, like live action work. Mm -hmm. I know him from... Deadwood, the Western that was an HBO show. Excellent, excellent show. That, he played. That was only around for like one season? Three. Three? Three yeah, seasons? Three. Three more than what you just said. <laughs> well, two more than what I just said. Three times what you just said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> three more minus one of what you just said. <laughs> Whatever makes you right. Yeah. yeah. I will create the right I world. I know you will. Yeah. That's you. <laughs> um, he played Mr. Wu, who was just an awesome character on that Wu -wu. show. Yeah. Yes, exactly. For, uh, I believe, all three seasons. Excellent work there. But he also was on NYPD Blue briefly. Just a bunch of roles just across the years. Yeah. Excellent actor. Chuck Norris, as I said before, played by Frank Welker. So <laughs> we're, we'll close it out there. But yeah, so it was an all-star team. And it seemed like they were pulling from the same uh, pool as yeah. a lot of these shows. But also the same Ruby Spears pool that they had for Rainbow. Yeah. Rainbow, the force of fierceness. <laughs> How fierce are the toys for this stuff? Oh, man, they're pretty fierce. Let's buddy. hear it. Yeah. Better check your watch. Your watch. Because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. Just like peanut butter. <laughs> What's up, Will? Uh, nothing, Travis. How are you doing today? I'm uh, pretty good, man. Not too bad. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's funny. funny. All right, man. So let's go down to eBay way here, good sir. And straight out of Leonardtown, Maryland, you can get one of these. You can get a Chuck Norris 1986 Kenner Karate Commandos Undercover Agent Action Chuck Norris Action Figure Action. What's the side of action? Stop screaming at me. Sorry. For starters. This is a six inch tall toy. Uh, made of plastic and vinyl. <laughs> just go ahead and hit you with all that before you ask me all these all these questions like what's it look like? Where you know all that. You should just start forwarding me the the listings because <laughs> that's essentially what you're telling me. <laughs> yes. All right, man. Um. So this is a uh, this is pristine package, here, buddy. I'm okay. looking at it. It's, so it, it's a Chuck Norris. Yep. It's a plastic and vinyl. Yep. So you can play it on your record player. You can yeah. make it scratch. Wicked, yeah. wicked, whack. Yeah, you can do all that. Yeah. Yep. And he's undercover. Uh huh. As what? A shirtless, nippleless man. Um. You know what? In this picture, he uh, he's wearing like an orange vest. Looks like he's about to go construction working. He, he wore that orange vest on the show, the, oh. on the episode, because when he was for some reason all of a sudden he decided to put a shirt on. It was like an orange vest, like he's going sailing, but he also had a um a turtleneck on underneath yeah yeah, yeah oh, oh, well, underneath uh his his body here it says uh undercover agent don't touch so me it, yeah <laughs> listen my eyes are up here yeah okay uh does he come with any ex accessories not a damn one does that he I have a single here. action that he performs um just straight badassery it says that, like uh -huh. in a burst on the front. <laughs> Straight badassery. Yeah, um, the S's are, of course, asterisks, so not to offend anyone. Okay. I'm going to say $100. Wow. If we were playing by old school rules, we'd have to end this podcast. Yeah, well, we're not. Okay. $69. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, not too bad. Not yeah, too bad. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All right. Now we'll hop over here to um, a little super ninja. Just the littlest of Just super littlest. Of ninjas. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, man. Um, so, yeah, this is a vintage uh, super ninja. He comes with a couple of accessories here. Looks like a sword, little knife, and a... Um, I guess like a little card that would come in the package, but this is not a pristine package. This is a loose moral toy. Well, he's the super ninja. He he operates under his own set of <laughs> rules. His own huh? tenants. Yeah. yeah. He has his own tenants of super ninjury. Yeah, it looks like it looks like he uh, he swivels like a G.I. Joe toy because they have him in just the craziest pose on yeah. this picture. They, they, that, we've saw one of those, not maybe one of him too, but just some Chuck nin- Chuck ninjas. Some Chuck Norris's <laughs> just the Chuckiest of all ninjas. <laughs> at the uh at the Vintage toy store that we went yeah. to. I saw a few of them around. He practices super ninjutsu. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's just loose. Got a, that same like awesome sword that he had in the show. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, fifteen dollars. Oh, once again, over. You're dooming the shit out of us right wow. now. Thirteen ninety nine. Well, that's still pretty good though. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right, man. And then that's all the toys. If we're going to hop into a little Chuck Chuck Norris memorabilia, because that's just fun to do. Do you have you... like like a bag of his sweat or something? Is that what people are <laughs> doing? You know what? I should have tried to find. I didn't really find something like that. I'm Lock sure. of his hair. Yeah, right. Lock of his mustache hair. All right, man. Um, first thing here is we're going to go with the Walker, Texas Ranger, the complete DVD series. Okay. Um, this is 51 disc collection. Good Lord. Um, there was eight seasons of this yeah, bad boy. Yeah, ran late 93 to 2001. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much do you think you can get one of these for? This is brand new, by the way. 60 bucks. 60? You're going to lowball the Norris like that? Yeah. Tell me what it is. <sighs> Don't act like you're offended. <laughs> I am. $130.89. Really? Yeah. For DVDs? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, are there are there extras? Are there commentaries? I'm sure there are, yeah. Well, you're not sure because you haven't read that part of the <laughs> listing yet. Yeah, read it for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course there's extras. Don't ask silly questions like that. All right, man. Uh, my last little thing here, but not least, good sir, is a signed book by none other than Chuck Norris. And this is this is entitled the Black Belt, Secret- <laughs> Black Belt Patriotism. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> the Secret of Inner Strength. Oh. My story. That this doesn't is sound a, as fun. Yeah, right. This is a signed copy of his book, good sir. So how much do you think you might be able to get one of these for? I mean, the condition's very good. <laughs> Has it been rated by the AFA? No, 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 no. Or how about the Listen, BA? Dude, AFA only rates toys. Well, then how about the BA, the book, the book authority? No. The SBA, the signed book authority? No, dude. You know I don't read, so I wouldn't know that kind of stuff. The S-F-M-A-A, <laughs> the signed for... Book for... Martial artists! <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> oh, let's say $70. Wow, dude. $60. I'm about 10 off. Consistently. You are. You are. And uh, I'll just throw this one last in real fast. Yeah, throw it right hey, out um, A signed picture of Walker, Texas Ranger. It's um, it's all the whole cast. It's all, all four of them. I guess the old man. Uh, the, <laughs> Everyone knows the old man. Famous for the role of old man on Tox- well, Toxus. Well, yeah, right. And then the, uh, the, the love interest. And also the uh, the black gentleman that was with him. I don't I don't so know. Each char- there's one character that's named, and the other ones just get roles, <laughs> just roles titles. Yes, yes. This is a signed black and white auto- uh, autograph picture by I just each said, of them. I just said sign what? By, uh, autograph by each of them. Yes. Oh. Yes. This is good. This is good stuff. This is not a reprint. This is original. Wait, a reprint of what? A reprint of the signature. I found. Okay. I, I was found like, a, wait, of the picture? Because of course it is. I found a book. <laughs> I captured the souls well, in this picture. Well, I just mean like, 
like the original photo, there must be copies of the photo yeah. somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah let's yeah, say yeah, yeah. 150. Wow. Okay, you didn't totally damn us here, Will. You can get this for $408.99. <laughs> I thought I was going to be close. <laughs> Well, Travis, you know, we we have proven that we have jettisoned that part of DPTC scripture yeah. as as uh, apocrypha. Man, well, I thought the toys would have been more expensive. No. More expensive. Well, that's <laughs> Well, because when I'm I am gonna add a Chuck Norris and a Rambo to our collection here in the DPTC studios. You can do it so, for the low low. Yeah, because I'll I'll take them I want them loose because I want to be able to pose them. <laughs> I know you do. Make them do things. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. My dream is to have people do things. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Well, thanks. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. You know what? You should be, you're like a toy commando uh-huh. with two T's. Yep. <laughs> commando spelled with a T. Well. Toy tomando. Toy tomando. <laughs> toy tomatoes. Well, that is Chuck Norris and his crazy, kooky, cantankerous, Karate Commandos. And I am so glad we watched it. Uh It was entertaining. Yep. It was a good action show. It's probably, it's one of the only cartoon series I can think of where the main hero and the namesake has a mustache. Just not common. Sergeant Slaughter on G.I. Joe is probably the next in line, but his name isn't G.I. Joe. And the show isn't Sergeant Slaughter, a real American hero. So, guys... We're, we're checking out here. We're going to do our checkout with you guys. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Let's scan these items. Let's do it. One. Beep. Go check our YouTube video. It's a mashup and a parody it's of great. the X-Men. You're going to love it. You are going to love it. You Where will love I, it. You're going to like the way you look. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. It is called X-Men Attack. Search for Days Past Tooncast on YouTube, and you will find a video with a song, a mashup parody of Baby Got Back by the Sir Mix-a-Lots. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, all three of them. Yeah, the, the famous British band. And <laughs> of the X-Men 1992 animated series theme song. You know the one. Dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. You know that one. Yeah. Okay, so go listen to that because you're going to laugh. You're going to love You're going to like the way you laugh. Yep. Also, contact us the following ways. Follow us on Twitter. Yes. At DP Tooncast. Email us dptooncast at gmail.com mm-hmm. and finally go to our Facebook page and join in all the fun yep. facebook.com forward slash dptooncast seriously guys email us anything because they're about to shut it down we're we're. I'm about to be evicted <laughs> from my own house yep. because you guys aren't sending me enough letters yep. so do it mm-hmm. do it do it do it do it and Travis yes. I believe you have a <laughs> Just ready to fire that bullet. You had one in the chamber. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I believe you have a, a, a podcast that's all about karate. Yeah, 100% <laughs> pure karate. That's what you told me. Yes. Tell me uh, about it. You know what? I do a true crime podcast with Brandon and Catherine called Nature of the Beast. It's true crime with a twist. Go check out all of our archived episodes. Wherever where the podcasts are found, it's really funny. I think everyone will like it if you like this one. Yeah. Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Bullets. Spades. <laughs> Bikinis. <laughs> Bloom explosions. Oh, man. That's what you get here on the DPTC with the action packed April. Come back next week 
for the finale, the act three of this screenplay, you won't even believe what's going to happen. I'm about to lose my mind and my house. Yeah. Send us an email. Email us. That will save me. (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, Until that time. I'm going to cut. Which wire should I cut um, here? And we'll pull, pull that wire right there. Okay, but I pulled the yellow wire. Yeah. Do I cut the red or the green? No, 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 I'm gonna no. I'm going to cut the red no, one. No, 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 I'm going to no, cut both. Grab the orange. I'm going to grab the orange. All right, well, just, dude, dude, uh, dude, I'm gonna, dude, orange. I'm just going to uh, tutor my dude. Oh, I'm going to cut these. Hey, hey, dude, for, hold on. Tutor my dude. Okay. Here we go. The orange one. Grab the orange one. No. No. Good thing we don't have cameras in here. La 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 da 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 da. Whoa, The most modern geisha. Bez media. That's my favorite movie. The modern geisha. Bez media. Bez media. Bez media. Bez media. The bez media. A bez media. The bez media. Bez media. Bez media. Bez media. Bez media. It gets more and more Italian. <laughs> no, I can't help it. <laughs> That's it. Cool. Biz media.